so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. We are free! Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Ho Ho Hong Kong. I'm your host, Mohamed Magdi, and I'm sitting with my beautiful co-host. Hello, everybody. My name is The Vivek Mabobani, as in The Vivek Mabobani. Let me clarify that one more time with The in front of my name. Simply, why do I say The? Because I find that nowadays I become famous. Apparently, more and more people know of me to the point that they now know me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So in the ranking of Hong Kong stand-up comedians, in terms of following on Instagram, where do you rank? I'm still third. After, After Jordan, uh, and Jordan and Tim Chan. Tim Chan is above you. Tim Chan is above me. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there, Tim. Don't worry about it, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get my videos up and everything. So I think. So stupid, man. Yeah, so stupid. You can't even beat me. So stupid. Just follow it. Uh, right. Yeah. So, so Tim, guys, Tim Chan, right yeah, now. If, if you, you don't guys the not following Tim Chan, he's yeah. great. You should follow him. Yeah. Fifty-three point three k on Tim Chan. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Jordan. J- Jordan, Jordan, right now is. Let me just look at that. I feel like this is so stupid. Yeah, like, it this, is. I, but I mean, whatever. It's I'm very, it's very, it's very petty and yeah, shallow. very petty. Yeah. yeah, Jordan's at seventy point two k. Yeah, and I'm actually, every time we say Jordan, we should omit his name yeah, just yeah, so yeah. we don't promote him more. <laughs> he's getting too far, right? <laughs> yeah, he's you can't chase that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, dude is seventy k. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got seventy k, and I'm at forty two point eight k right oh now. My, I mean, that's still nuts from like nuts. an episode yeah, yeah. that we did two weeks like ago, two two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. I was like at ten k, thirteen k, and I was like, yeah, this is crazy. I mean, the the, the we list. were celebrating that too. You're like, you doubled your number. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, the funny thing is that uh, that bit is still going viral. I've I still got people messaging me like oh my god yeah. you know i saw your bit uh, even today when i was uh, hosting the tycoon fifth anniversary stuff mm. people were like oh yeah i saw your bits because there was a lot of youngsters there yeah. basically they had a circus performance with uh, some young kids mm. and they all had seen that video and they're like oh yeah you came to my school i'm like don't tell me that stuff i would like to also this is not something we discussed before and i would like to give you some feedback from some of your fans slash followers yeah uh you post you're posting way too many too many photos with young kids yeah, and yeah, you, yeah, should, yeah. you should probably stop i think i think the the <laughs> instagram algorithm has definitely got that yeah. <laughs> when i go to the search bar it's no longer like women oh it's girls oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse yeah it's worse. at least it was like fine Shit. like it makes it down like ah yeah. help me stop looking into my my messages yeah yeah so uh yeah so far so good and yeah it's been how it's many been, teenagers are in your dms right now i bet you anything you must be on some list i'm sure i'm on every list right now i'm sure we like, did an episode before when you talked about getting the sexual conviction record yeah, yeah good yeah. luck getting that again i guarantee i can never go to a school to teach again <laughs> no. any school that wants to check my record i'll be like yeah no this guy have you seen his followers yeah like, they're gonna click on my followers and be like yeah none of these are allowed yeah you've got to cancel all of this man Oof. yeah it's a matter of time really so i mean i'm just gonna enjoy whatever following i have now <laughs> until like that one kid is gonna say one thing that's just not right and everyone's like oh my god no yeah. you gotta follow him and like for the, you the, here is a creep yeah for the next few generations also anyway so uh, one more thing as well just to call back to an old episode that maybe some of you remembered there was i believe maybe almost half a year ago this episode where i was talking about a very boring story of me trying to buy a usb cable <laughs> going yeah. to shop Japan, looking at cables going like do i want the one that can do 100 watts even though my phone can't mm-hmm. or do i want the one that can tell me how many watts i'm transferring right now this and that all that junk to the point that we had like some some sort of deal where someone had to guess the price yes. and then we were going to give it give away the cable yeah and uh, sylvia gal she won sent us her address mailed her the address the package came back to me saying no such address <laughs> and, and at that point, yeah, mysterious and at that point I kept it there for a while and eventually I decided you know what enough's enough I gotta yeah. charge my phone let's get that cable happening right. and right now ladies and gentlemen just to let you know if you ever need to call Mohammed, you are able to do it simply because he is now charging his phone at exactly 10, 10 watts, watts. <laughs> right now it's at 11 watts everyone's yeah. going at 10 to 11 10 to 11 it's, Which one it's is it charging pretty fast actually right I plugged it like a few minutes ago we just started recording for me oh it says fast charging so it's yeah, yeah, going it's yeah. got the fast power delivery yeah. thing yeah so Whoa. look at that it's and like the fanciest cable I've ever seen in my life right it's unnecessary it's unnecessary it's, it's, it's so over the top absolutely I, un- this is information I can totally do without right it's, it doesn't help you where you're like okay okay I, I can charge this you know in the next 10 minutes I'm going to have this many percentage no. it doesn't help 
up at all. I don't think that ha- that's how I can I can measure it by looking at how much percentage per minute. Yes, and just do that. But I don't we need would to never know the yeah, exactly. We never do that. Right? <laughs> number no. one, that number two is that I have found initially. Now this is where theoretical and practical differ. So I'm at the shop looking at this going like, oh, that's pretty sweet. I can make sure the cable's transferring well. Yeah. My battery's working well. The power's, everything is good. Okay, this will be very important information for me to find. I plug it into my phone and it says 10 watts. And I'm like, this means nothing. <laughs> this doesn't tell me right. anything. Yeah. Like it just tells me Does something's happening. Does this cable happening. work or no? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I found that I could do the exact same thing with every other cable by simply looking at my phone and seeing if it has a word charging. <laughs> Once it does, I'm like, dude, this cable yeah. works. Yeah. So I just want to tell everybody, Sylvia, as well, you're not getting the cable because it's pointless. It's pointless. Yeah. And I might actually get it because take it from you because that's a really cool cable. Right. It's pretty cool. No, it's useless, yeah, yeah. but it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like a little party trick. Like anyone over is like, right. Is your cable has a screen? Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. why? Yeah. Yeah. Does your cable have a screen? Because right? I'm yeah. sure it doesn't. Yeah. You can start <laughs> judging people, but like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's only transferring at nine <laughs> watts. What's wrong with your phone? You better get rid of that. Oh, yeah. I can take the cable and plug it to their, their uh, power banks and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. plug into power banks that's and there's transparency cool. like oh your power bank only goes to nine watts what the <laughs> hell man what is this crap so yeah. we were we were discussing uh, before air we have uh, uh jason leon coming yes and jason is doing the same venue that kevin J did which, Correct. Is, which PMQ. is pmq in cube it's spelled q u b e because pmq yeah. get it Ooh. get it Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but then we also kind of went down a rabbit hole and we decided to just basically start recording we're like hey wait a second we know all of this information about different venues, performance yeah. venues around Hong Kong. Some of them have have long history. Some of them have shady deals. Yeah. Some weird like shenanigans happening. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone's in, in, in upstairs. Someone's downstairs. Someone's on the ground floor. It's everything. Yeah, it's, it's very fascinating. And some of them are are owned by someone yeah. uh, <laughs> thinking he's so slick. Yeah. Thinking yeah, yeah. He, no one knows. No and one's it's literally the most. The worst kept secret in Hong Kong history <laughs> exactly. is someone owning something. Yeah, they'll never guess Under that. something. Exactly. On yeah. a street that is uh, very popular. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> many, many people. Yeah. yeah. Where he also collects rent, mind you, yeah. from everyone else in the building. That's above the somewhere. That is above the somewhere. <laughs> and then somehow goes... What? Yeah. No, I don't know. I have never heard of this. <laughs> that handwriting. Who's copying me? Yeah. Why does that guy look like me? So we actually know someone. Like, I know this is a lot of cryptic stuff, but we yeah. know someone who lived in that building. Yes, exactly. Who went, oh yeah, this guy collects rent from me all the yeah. time. Like, and you're like, oh. well, there we go. <laughs> I guess the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Let me just say the cat's been taken out of the bag. <laughs> Take out the mystery, people. Yeah. Because the truth is at the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The truth is right in front of 7-Eleven. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And just dump your trash outside there mm-hmm. as well while you're at it. Hey, one more thing I want to call out. I want to give a shout out to Susie who actually bumped into me. Well, didn't bump into me. Actually walked up to me in Tycoon today when yeah. I was hosting the fifth anniversary parties over there. And she came up and said, hey, I really like the podcast. You know, it was really a lot of fun. She listened to it during COVID times. And apparently she really liked it that we had the insider scoop of Hong Kong. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So Hey, Susie. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. So thank you very much. Susie also asked me for autographs, so just because I'm Whoa. so you, Yeah, right? Look at this. There are some days you feel like a rock star. Yeah. Some days you are a rock star, Mo. Yeah. Get it? And today I felt like I was a, I was feeling it and I was a rock star. That's and, awesome. And I signed it. And it was, the funny thing is actually, I normally when I sign it... What's the autograph? Just like a blank piece of paper? Uh, She had a little... I mean, an envelope of, of a card. It was really beautiful. It had a little flowery pattern on it. so cool. Yeah, and I just signed next to it. And normally when I sign these things... Once or twice, whenever students ask for it, I always put the word "siutadi," which in Cantonese means basically "laugh more." Mm. You know, because I'm like, "Ah, it's a pretty cute little thing, right?" And mm. then I put the name and stuff like that. So it's very cool. At that moment, I was like, "Oh, this is, is awesome." Is Susie a foreigner? Foreigner, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Okay, so you so still she, put it in Cantonese? Yeah, because I, I, cool. I actually was like, "It's gonna be really lame if I'm like, hey, laugh some more." Yeah, that's a really <laughs> lame thing. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, this would be pretty cool." Think of it like a like, little Chinese uh, commemorative souvenir. Right. So yeah. I want to start right. where where the. The worst venues you have performed. You have pretty much performed basically performed everywhere in, in yeah, Hong Kong. Yeah, I performed in a lot of places in Hong yeah. Kong. Worst venues, I would say, first of all, whenever the sound system sucks. Mm. I believe a long, long, long time ago, we went to Discovery Bay. I think the place called Hemingway. I don't remember. It's, it's, it's still like around. A bar. It's still around. Okay. Oh, no. I think they might have shut down. Maybe, recently. yeah. But Discovery I, Bay people, uh, correct us, yeah. please. So I remember uh, going there, and mm. then like the sound was one of those like crackly, mm. and I think it was getting cut all the time. And it was just ba- bad. Like, And these were back in the day when I was like, dude, I cannot... 
just stand there and watch them die and crash and burn. Right. So I go up to the soundboard and start playing around with it. I believe there was like a headliner at that time from the States coming in and doing doing like 30 minutes there as well. Mm. And I think it was opening. And I remember playing with the soundboard and it wasn't getting fixed. And I remember someone did tell me off. You know what you're doing. And I was like, buddy, your system doesn't work, okay? Yeah. Trust me, I, I know what I'm doing. But that was one of the worst sound gigs. Yeah. Whereas I went there and I was like, ah, oh, this is going to suck terribly. I've had gigs where the light's not that good, where it's super, super purple. Now, yeah. Aftermath's light is dim, but it's not that purplish kind of death goly, go- ghostly yeah. kind of purple. I've done one of those where, again, look, look at my face, man. I already look tired. <laughs> Add a little purple yeah, tint to it. Yeah, you don't want that. Like the, yeah. the more black around your eyes. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I already look like I'm like zombie half the time <laughs> anyway. I need that proper warm light to be like, hey, he's kind of human too. Yeah. So those are the two things that I've noticed the most that have been really the worst. However, I think what's happened is now that I hit a point where when I go to a gig and if it's, if it's crappy lighting or whatever... I will, in my brain, automatically go into, like, can I salvage this in some way? I remember we did a show at Nest in Lan Kwe Fong with mm. Maitri. And we went to the room, and they only had these, like, super tiny spotlights. You know the ones that they have on the ceilings? Mm. The really tiny ones that maybe at right. art galleries. The one that you basically have in your house. Kind right? of, yeah, 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 yeah. But even smaller than those. You know the art gallery, they have, like, one little mini spotlight? Sure. Yeah. They, they had those. That's, that's, that's terrible for, for yeah. It's, it's not enough. It's it, not it enough. It floods too much anyway. It's, exactly. It's not yeah. focused enough and everything. Yeah. And I remember going there, I'm like, oh, this is going to... Because, like, now you're kind of stuck to this one position. Position mm. where the light is all just at, over there and I remember talking to my tree I'm like I'm gonna go home right now get you a spotlight and do this because like, if I'm on the show buddy I am not working with these crappy sure. lights and find everybody else because I'm not gonna be like hey, only turn on the light during my set sure right? yeah. so, yeah. that would uh, that would have been hilarious that'd be pretty badass yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting for the day when I yeah. get to that level where I'm like oh no I'm sorry so yeah. okay I'll tell you this okay so when Korn came to Hong Kong to play yeah the opening act was King Lai Chi yeah. Right, and uh, Riz actually listened to the podcast. He'll, mm. he'll probably remember this. And then they played before Corn opening at the convention center, mm. and I was there watching the show. And I was like, "Oh, it's so cool having a Hong Kong band, you know, can let you waving the flag and stuff like that." Mm. And then after they finished playing, then they had to remove their their instruments. And I was like, "Why would they move their instruments? What's mm. going on?" And then the big guns came. Then they pulled up the curtains and the sheets. And I was like, oh, that's the drum kit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. This is for real, man. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's badass. And that's the day when I know we go down and do a show here in Hong Kong. Mm. And I'm just one of the regular acts or whatever. Right. And there's a sheet over this lamp. <laughs> and like, please welcome your next comedian. Mm. Sheet gets pulled yeah. off. And if like, my body, light goes on. I do my set. Da, 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 da. Everyone's just like... Like, it has to be seamless to the point the audience doesn't realize there's a different light. Right, right, yeah. And then, like, somehow his set just brightened up. Yeah. He's a really good performer. And this is also, like, the spotlight's following you while it doesn't yeah, follow exactly. you. Yeah, it has else. all that stuff, right? <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, I don't know what just happened during his set, but suddenly it just felt so professional. I don't right. understand. And I finish, and the host comes back, and the lights go back to the original. <laughs> That'd be so badass. They do that with big acts. I remember both Gadel Maleh and Jim Gaffigan yeah? had different backdrops. Light. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they're just so like a different color, right? Different color, yeah. yeah, yeah Which yeah. I guess is that because comedy obviously doesn't need like a lot of equipment, but you yeah. still need to stand out yeah, or yeah. like look Some, different. Correct, yeah. So right? I, that's one thing I learned when I was in Melbourne. What they have is that when they do the live tapings, yeah. they have some things in the backdrop that will move per comedian. So it's right. not like a complete change. It's like maybe the logo goes a bit lower. Right. And right. This, for this comedian, it's like it's at 11 o'clock. Mm. For that comedian, it's at 7 o'clock. Sure. And it moves up and down and the colors change. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool idea. That's actually been something I really wanted to do where every comedian gets their own little color thing so if you remember when we did the ocean park show i was like hey what kind of colors do you guys want you know Mm. just a little some variation i'm like that's your segment of the show right that kind of thing okay so coming back to uh weird bad rooms i believe i've done rooms where it's like everyone's standing oh i remember now uh western market in Mm. sharing side the upper floor they have like this kind of semi i've never been but i live right next to it and yeah there is some sort of a theater uh, I think no. I think it's basically like just uh, they sell a lot of cloth and shops and everything downstairs. But there's the like top, I think there's a sign that says like a maybe it's just like the old school kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they had that before. But then I remember at the top floor is that like kind of a networking cocktailish area. Mm. But the echo is like oh my god, the 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 reverb there is terrible. Yeah, and that was is it because show. of the bricks, like the bricks yeah. and also like flat walls. Sure. And I remember going there and I had to do a set for some company networking event. 
to the point nobody cares but except for like four people who were there <laughs> and i literally performed for four people standing there just smiling out of politeness and i'm like yeah. well you looked at me now you can't go nowhere oh boy and i remember doing that go like man that was terrible yeah so yeah i would say those are the really bad ones where it's a lot of echoey reflecting sounds and all that. what about you where has been your worst kind of venue that you remember uh, I mean, this is a story I shared on the podcast before. The the one in Hua Hin, Thailand, that was just an like, absolute disaster, where we basically had to move the the pool table from the room because the promoters didn't bother yeah. moving the pool table, which is super heavy, by the way. Yeah. And also the venue owner was worried that we're going to scratch the floor and all of that. So it was just like me and the other guys like literally physically yeah. moving the... And there's nothing more humiliating than doing that and going like, hi, guys, hey uh, you guys, want to start the show? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the performer. They're like, yeah. oh, God. It's just like you lose all respect. And, yeah, yeah. And also, I had to fight them to turn off the TVs because it's a sports bar. Yeah. And we have performed in sports bar yeah. a lot. So that's... And I actually remember now another one. I did the one in Yangon, Myanmar. Yeah. And um, there was... The, the Yangon room was... It's, it's a bar called 50th Street. I don't know if it's still there. Uh, if you're in Myanmar and listening from there, first of all, stay yeah. safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Second, uh, there was we were there around St. Patty's holiday, like the weekend or whatever. Yeah. And the the venue is upstairs, but there is also an old school like staircase, like spiral staircase. Yeah. That is downstairs, so sound is coming up. Ah. And there was like a crazy Irish cup party downstairs, and then this guy came up middle of the show i think andy was on stage middle of the show with the stupid fucking green hat yeah being all like trash and trying to interrupt the show and stuff and then we gotta kick them off Duh. but at some point it was just like the noise downstairs was too loud yeah that we had to tell the guys like go run downstairs yeah and tell them to just tell them off but then there's also a band that is about to play and then the venue just kept pushing them like off like pushing the, the start time but yeah. the band was getting mad. There was just like tension in the room. Yeah, everything was just like everyone's getting annoyed at each other. Everyone is getting annoyed yeah. at each other, and you can tell that the the venue has no control over what's happening anymore. Yeah, because the show is just a separate thing. And I think people, because they're drunk, they actually want the music. Yeah, like no, our audience had tickets and they are upstairs, but everyone downstairs just they don't care. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't care. I yeah. want to have fun now. You, yeah, and it's the guy with the dumb hat. Yeah, like wants to see some music. You yeah. know, St. Patty's Day, some bagpipes, or I don't know what you they whatever do. they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. anything that creates the sound of green. Yeah, some of that. I have one another one for you that hasn't happened yet, but that's actually I would like your opinion on right. on record. Okay, some guy wants to pay pretty good money through uh-huh. to, to have comedy on his junk boat Ooh. okay so does the junk boat have a separate room for the show well he said he can try to provide it but no guarantee okay i would recommend he, he would have sound system he says i'll give you a proper sound system i mean yeah sure that's because they have for music anyway so i'm yeah I, yeah I but he's like i'll get there. a proper mic and like because like what i'm thinking okay so normally a lot of these junks you have that one common area in the middle of the junk. Yes. Right? And that's where everyone's hanging out. Sure. So I always feel the problem with that is that you suddenly say, all right, guys, now there's going to be comedy in the exact same place we're at. And you show up. They're like, you've been here the whole time. (laughs) So that's what I told them. I told them, first of all, I don't know any of you people. I'm a professional. So if you're going to hire me, unless you're going to pay for the whole day, which is going to be really expensive, uh, you're going to have to either pick me up from somewhere like Lama or repulse yeah. bay or whatever yeah and then drop me off again yeah because i don't want to hang out with but you that's awkward man that's so all of it is awkward yeah, 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 but yeah. i almost want to do it for the experience and for the story so i would say what you should do honestly is you get uh either get on the boat later or literally ask for that separate room kind of a deal yes the reason why is because when they go into that room they're like oh okay this is something different yes let's watch that when the show's finished they're like get out of this room yeah go this back to your junk now. yeah go back yeah. to the junk and everything do your own little party yeah and then after that whether you're there or not is up to you sure. you know it's kind of like uh, when i do those cruise ship gigs where if you do have a good set you can continue enjoying yourself if you have a bad set you go to your room and you <laughs> wait and wait and wait until you the next sit port in shame. you're just like oh god Are you either you wait until the next port sure. or you wait until you grow a beard <laughs> one of those, you know, something like that, right? Yeah. Like somehow I gotta get out, get out of this place and look different. Uh, Whatever it takes, man. But yeah, like because like a junk boat means yeah. If I wanna get off, they have to like maybe he offered to hire some little like little boat. Dingy, yeah, 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 dingy you, yeah, thing yeah, to yeah. Take take me to the. I mean, beach. that would be a good idea. Yeah. Just because, or the best thing is that they actually pick you up. 
let you do your show and you can stay for a for, bit yeah. and then like leave when they finish that. So you're actually near the end of the day. That's what I'm thinking because also like he was like, oh, well, maybe we can start like you can get on from the beginning and then do the show and then like you can get off leave later. Early. Leave early. But I'm like, also that means I'm just hanging out for an hour yeah. to, until we stop because I'm not going to do the show while it's moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means I'm just there for an hour. Yeah, it's better and than that. And then after that, like after I made friends with everyone, now... Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So ruins the illusion. So this is what I would tell people. Okay, so first of all, remember, when everyone starts to junk, they're all in a good spirits, right? Yes. They're all ready to have a good time. They're patient. They don't mind being on the junk waiting till they get to the, des- the destination. Then they're at the destination. They've had their drinks. They've had their snack. They're playing around. We've done it. We've talked. We've asked how your day was. All that kind of stuff is done. They're like, all right, I'm getting tired of the same shit now. And that's where you come in. Yeah. Much like when you do like a like an annual dinner or whatever, you start off with the speeches because everyone's patient. Mm. Fine. Tell me about the annual reports. I don't care right now, right? Tell me all like, all you want and then halfway through they're like right, we need some games or something because like, right. i've done the talking i've done the drinking i've done the eating I, i'm getting tired of this mm. that's where you come in right you get it so i'd recommend you halfway through you get in get on the boat and then you finish fingers crossed you do well yeah and then you go back to the the, the pier with them the, yeah you get it and because like, oh, so after- towards the very end basically yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you know and then you can make contact you can talk to people yeah unless i do really bad in which and case i just lock be, myself oh. in and then, and then, and then <laughs> you just swim <laughs> you just get I, just, I just jump up yeah. like the the navy seals when they jump backwards. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, sit on do a little hand and signal. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just like, just like, you don't even have a snorkeling mask. Just pretend you do and just exactly like, cover your nose. Just hold your nose. Yeah, and exactly. Jump back. Boom, just go in there. Bloop. Yeah, you should actually go in flippers and everything. Just get oh, onto the so boat funny. like that. But like, yeah. I right, just you know I've just been I've, I've, the navy seal from the, the Middle East. Yeah, and I'm here to do a set. and I got to go back. You know, yeah. undercover some of that. I would say that that would be the best bet. Navy crocodile. Yeah, exactly. From yeah, exactly. One of those. And it's like you have a little speedo sign on your thing. It's like, what? I don't, I'm confused. You're like, trust Stupid. me. Undercover, undercover. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say you're halfway through. But yeah, there's a lot of like, so that that would be a pretty interesting gig if it happens. I, yeah. I, I'm i still on defense about it, to be honest. Really? Like, I mean, I, mean I, okay. I know it would be a good story either way. I would tell you it'll be a cool experience. Yeah. And I would highly recommend you get like a little GoPro, whatever, put it on the side and just yeah. get a shot of that. Sure. Just to keep it as a memory. Yeah. It's much like that gig we did in the bedroom and everything was like, all right, you know what? That- <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> people are not listening to every episode. <laughs> yeah. that just, that's not a throwaway line. So real quick, we had a, we had a private party. <laughs> you don't have to explain had. it again because yeah. we just did it last week, yeah. but you can just tell people, right. go back to the episode right before this when yeah. we gave a quick version of that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, whatever. Anyway, yeah. so that's it. Get, get that one shot. Be like, oh, it's pretty cool. I actually done we that. We do have a shot from that. We do, we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Little, cool. little camera because I, I i told the the uh the uh wait the hires employers what are they yeah. called the, the, the client helpers? the client yeah uh, the, client. The, the client i did tell them that i'll take photos just for you i'm not gonna post it online because sure. i gotta respect your family and all that stuff yeah. but i was like it'll be a nice memory you have and there was one shot i think like we were all kind of we hit that punchline oh, i yeah. was laughing and that, that was one uh, shot yeah, i managed to get cute. out of it yeah yeah so there so i would say yeah that's something okay. to to try all right um ask them about the sound system statistics yeah just because they may have a great sound system that's designed for music. Right. And you go there and it's going to be like, hey, 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 everyone. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. You get it? Like, and yeah. they're like, oh, we don't know how to turn off the echo. You're like, ah, this is sure. good. <laughs> right. Hey, speaking of music, I'll tell you one gig I did. I remember in Cebu. Mm. I did a gig over there inside a bar, right? Now, Cebu as in the uh, Philippines. Philippines yeah. yeah. So I was there. I don't there. think they call it Cebu. It's well, just Cebu. C- Cebu. Yeah. Uh, you know Cebu. Peekaboo, Cebu. Whatever, something like that. Cebu, right? Okay. So Filip- uh, Filipino people, you can you can correct me. Yeah, I believe it's called Cebu because Amen. it's just the the airlines and the city. Yeah, Cebu Pacific. I think it's Cebu as well. It's Cebu. Just, yeah, Cebu. <laughs> See who Cebu. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm at this bar and yeah. we're doing the show. I'm one of the, and Samsi was there as well, so you can back me up on yeah. this one. So the bar was designed for singing. Right. right? The light system is synchronized to the audio coming into the mic. Mm. What that means is when you talk fast, the the lights change and go from blue to oh, red no. and it changes color. <laughs> so every time, like for example, right now if I talk like this, mm. the, the color changes really quick. So it goes from sure. red all the way to blue to green like that. Yeah. But if I go, everybody, that color slowly fades. Oh, my so God. So every time you articulate some little tone of your words, mm. it's going to change lights. So I'm literally doing my show. And I, 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 no one understood. They're like, what? this light doesn't make sense. And I find, I was yeah. like, wait, I think I got it. And I was talking. I was like, I think I got it. <laughs> so I had this bit before about how I don't go clubbing because to me, clubbing, every song is the same. I love this bit. Right? Yeah. I love it, right? Yeah. And the song is always, right? 
Dude, the lights hit perfectly. Ah, that's so I'm funny. doing the dukchi dukchi dukchi. The lights hit. I'm like, yeah, I got it, man. <laughs> ah, that's great. Yeah, so I remember that game. And it was really weird because like these lights are on your face. I mean, that was your face light. So we're doing a show and from red color, I go into blue, into green, into purple, into yellow, into red, into blue, and like mm. that. It kind of goes the cycle of the rainbow, right? And I'm doing that. I'm like, this is so weird. And I, was, I called it out. I told the audience, I think I figured the lights out. Mm. And I was like, dukchi. And the lights changed like, <laughs> oh, my oh God. we got it. It was crazy. Did you fix it? No, there's nothing to fix. There's That's how the fix. light is yeah. designed. Okay. Yeah, so there was so that. No, that synchronization cannot be turned off. It's that's the that's how the light is programmed. Oh my god, that's it's crazy! Connected to the audio somewhere, whatever. Yeah, is that one? Uh, I'll tell you the other gig I've done before is when you're doing the show on a stage where you have two layers. You got the balcony layer mm. and you got the normal audience uh, floor layer. Of oh audience, yeah, right? yeah. And the craziest thing is this was for Magnus International, the comedy festival, and they had like all these acts from UK and everything, right? So the act before me was this big hunky uh, British guy. And he goes up there, does his set. He's like super loud, super powerful. Finishes it, the audience loving it. And I come behind after him. And I'm like, hey guys, I'm an Indian, you know. And everyone's like, yeah, we're not having this. (laughs) And to the point you have people sitting, standing on the balcony, like where, like it's a gladiator thing, all looking at me going like, what's what's this guy doing? (laughs) And I could sense it, man. I could sense everyone's looking at me like, watch him die. Just watch him die right now. And like pure death. For yeah. like 20 minutes, everyone's just like, uh, yeah, what, right? Yeah. yeah. So those like, things. Because they are in the balcony as well, it's literally like Even old worse. school. The old school yeah. kind of gladiator. Yeah, kind of, yeah exactly. they're all going like, mm, let's watch this one die. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was like a safari <laughs> kind of thing, just watching <laughs> me struggle. But also like given the, like the racial t- dynamic of like them all being white and you yeah. being Indian, yeah. just makes it super fucked up. Even fucked up. <laughs> they're like, right, dance for me, boy. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of, so that's what I mean. We were talking about venues and everything so far we have definitely experienced some bad venues oh yeah potentially going to experience some bad venues as well oh yeah for sure yeah. i mean there's also like i guess over covid there's a bunch of venues that went away the hub is one of them yeah, yeah. which was a pretty cool space actually yes. for for what it was uh like an event space that has like really nice uh like uh yeah, screens, screens yeah behind yeah, you AV and stuff and yeah. the sound system was solid too yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, good, right next to the MTR station, right next fantastic. to the yeah. Lockhart Road MTR, like yeah. the One Chai MTR. Um, but also, there is bit, there is bit. Whoops, I might have knocked down. Uh, we can just keep. What did we just drop? Something. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, Mohammed Magdi, everybody. He has <laughs> learned what gravity is all about. Right uh, now, he has decided. I just knocked down oh, your, your fancy candle thing, candle thing right, and so. I think that the the rule is if I knock it down, I just keep it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Go nuts, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clearly, the fact that I said you may keep it tells you that this was a gift. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had I paid with my own money, yeah. like, uh, buddy, you're gonna. Is buy it from me your gift. girlfriend? No, this is actually from a gig I did. I think they gave me this. It's like Indigo, dude. This is Indigo. This what? is legit, like Indigo. Oh, yeah, you know, that, that is fancy. Really, that's pretty nice. And yeah. you're living. Yeah, yeah. So that, um, that kind of fancy. Okay, stuff. anyway, so I, anyway, not, yeah, to not focus, to get focus. distracted. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, a grappa. So, what was. I actually have never been to Grappa. Right. So, right now, Base Hall uh, 2 is a event space, pretty yes. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really nice theater, like yeah. small stage. Correct. And uh, during the day, or I guess right before the evening shows, it's a food hall. Yes. And there are stables everywhere, including on the stage, quote-unquote, area. But then when there is a show, here's what it looks like now. When there is a show, which we saw there before, uh, there is a really, really heavy sound curtain uh, to the point that they need a few people to hang the sound curtain because it's so heavy because obviously it should block the sound. So the have it on the above on the on the food court level and then they just hang it during the show and then you can't really push it or move it around because it's just super heavy yeah and then the theater area becomes a little theater area which yeah. is really cool the sound system is great light is great uh they have a projector if you an av like fancy screen coming down and then they have booths in the back so it depends on obviously the setup you can also do a cabaret style with like tables and stuff what I'm curious about is because I, when I told people like there are some shows in Base Hall now, everyone said, oh, it's the old grandpas. Yeah. And I actually don't think I've been to the old grandpas. All right. So where now they have the food court down in Jardine House, mm. that food court used to be grandpas. So what was downstairs? Yeah. What was the, all so, of it? So you see where all the little stalls are? Mm. That used to be the stage area. 
Ah, you get it. There was actual proper stage and stuff, huh? And you would have the the booths, mm. and you'd have like another higher level with the so-called balcony area. Sure, that was basically the the stage over there. And Grappa's had a stage. They had a stage. Grappa's was so well known that, dude, when I was growing up as a kid, we used to go there for pantomimes on like Sundays. That's so cool. That is how crazy it is. When I went there to perform the first time, I was like, whoa, I am actually on the stage. I used to go sit as a kid watching. Oh, that must be amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you performed at Grappa's? Many times, yeah. I performed at Grappa's many times. They even had... Who was running shows there? Uh, basically Grappa's own or people booked the venue sure. and they had like I think some fundraisers as well and mm. finally when they had the Save Grappa seller thing I, I emceed the whole night as well you did? yeah yeah so they, I remember the iPhone launch party was over there as well what? yeah 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 oh that's crazy that must have like that, that's how did this venue go under like what happened? I think the uh, Hong Kong land or whatever just decided no we want to make it into a food court Oh, and just okay. go with that because they probably figured why give this whole space to one restaurant I see when they could turn to food court and give it a whole bunch of little small restaurants and make rent from that sure Which, and if anyone has been to that food court now you can see the whole vibe is like oh this is a, just another food court now sure it's, it's, it's a high end food court it's a very yeah. high end food court I mean yeah. definitely the food of the ho 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 you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah I mean I, I, I feel bad I yeah. get it. I mean, again, as business, I'm like, I understand. Mm. You know, I see what you're doing. But I was like, ah, oh, but that was like classic, you know. It's like a proper legitimate classic It's crazy. Place. Tell me about the first time you went to perform as, as a professional. So I think that time was when I first started comedy and they had the iPhone launch party. And I believe they hired me as, well, they kind of just got me there as a performer. And that's back when I my set was very similar to the set you see on on YouTube. Mm. And I'd go there and be like, I'm just going to say the same stuff, people. That's right. all I have. Yeah. And I remember making one or two jokes about Mac OS versus Windows. Mm. And I remember saying something like, oh my God, my computer doesn't work. Control, alternate, delete. Oh, I'm sorry. Command, alternate, delete for you Mac users. Yeah. You know, something like that. I made one or two jokes. Some people got, some people didn't get, you know, whatever. Sure. And then... Uh, Did you get an iPhone? No, I did not get an oh. iPhone. I've never actually owned an, uh, an Apple iPhone device. Same. I, had a, yeah. I never owned an Apple product, actually. Oh, really? I had in my a entire MacBook. life. Okay, so I had a MacBook before. I've had an iPad once before, but it yeah. just never got me. Like, I understood why everything is so nice. It's like, oh, really pretty interface and everything. But I'm like, eh, this doesn't yeah. really blow me away, right? Yeah. So that was the beginning. That was the first time when I was like, wow, I can't believe I was actually performing over there. Huh. And then after that, they had a few fundraisers mm. every now and then. I mean, Jason Dung, mm. when he came to Hong Kong and when I produced the show, it was at Grappa's. Oh, also. We did it over there as well. Crazy. That was pretty, yeah, it's it was, a full it was circle. Yeah, it's full circle, man. Yeah. I grew up watching shows there and now I'm performing over there and yeah. now it's already gone. It's like, wow, that's crazy. So Base Hall 2 is the place to go to if you want to get your little sense of Grappa's spirit Yeah. and if you want some nice... Comedy shows there. There's two coming up, June eight and sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So you have shows there as well. So yeah, I go go. I mean, that's a nice room from the photos I've seen. I haven't performed there yet. Right. From the photos, I'm like, that looks pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty it's, classy it's a, over there. It's a really, it's a really nice. Like, the the clearly spent a bunch of money. Yeah. Trying to get it to a place that like looks like it's a good value for in the, uh, entertainment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and they have a bar called Test Kitchen that does the drinks. Yeah. Uh, they usually cater like try to to uh, do a bespoke like menu for the proper oh, yeah. event. Really? Yeah, yeah. So per com- comedy show, they have a little Pretty bespoke much per, thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, that I'm impressed by. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I remember because when the first time I saw a meeting there, where the promoter told them that like the drinks are like this whole place is quite kind of expensive yeah. in terms of like drinks and like food and stuff. And they're like, our audience is not going to pay like $150 for a cocktail. Like, we, yeah. need, we need pretty much everything above uh, under 100 Yeah. And they said, okay. And they just did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was cool. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I'd be very curious to like the bartender just going like, oh, you want to cut corners? Sure. No problem. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. The bartender was not very happy. But yeah. like, the bar guy. But I get whatever. it, man. It's like, it's like, tell me, hey, Viv. Okay. So this is our budget. What yeah. are your cheaper jokes? I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. All my jokes are quality jokes. Yeah, yeah. I don't go. I don't have a different budget of jokes. Right. I bet your bartender is going like, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't care about the ingredients. You're, yeah. you're paying me. I am the artist. Over no, I here. think yeah. They cut out. They cut out like the most, the more expensive. For sure. Because also the promoters told them like they cannot have blenders going off during the show. Yeah, and dude. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they can't even do like proper cocktail. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing that like people who are not like. I guess inside baseball would not know like there's certain things that just go off that can throw off the entire show yeah so easily yeah one of the biggest one is aside obviously light light and sound is like basic requirements yeah. like without that there is zero show but aside from that like blenders going off drives oh, yeah. me up the fucking wall <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah. Or the shakers. Yeah. Bartender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what the? the funny yeah. thing is that like, the bartender doesn't even notice it because they're so used to that sound. Yeah. But the whole room is like. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's one of those again. Yeah, as much as I love the aftermath and we've had them on the podcast here and we, we love these guys and we still go and support them. I fucking wish at some point that these just stop shaking drinks during the show. Yeah. Or they have like, I don't know, a soundproof room <laughs> when you can what just go in the back. What a sound curtain yes, that they can lift up can in front of the bar. They can borrow a couple from base hall. Yeah, exactly. And they just, ah, oh, yeah, it yeah. Drives, drives me nuts. Yeah, what are you going to do, man? Yeah. It, it, I, I mean, there is worse. There is actual sha- blenders. Yes. Like, you know, your mom's blender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just goes off like there's yeah. someone making fucking soup in the and back. And, like, the craziest thing is, at no point has any of the staff gone, this may not be a good idea. Exactly. Pure logic is yeah. just telling me that this may not be right. Yeah. But you know what? Eh, this is my job. Let me get it done. Right. Yeah, so you have those. I think that's one thing as well. Um, having people walk past you while you're performing because they can't get to the other side of the room. Yeah. That's the weirdest. So Saikong, with that yes. venue no longer exists. Ah. But that was probably one of the most interesting venues I've ever seen so let's in terms recap, of layout. Let's, let's recap to everybody. You yes. must understand, the, the venue in Saikong, Sci-Fi Cafe, I Sci-Fi Cafe yeah. no Sci-Fi. longer exists. All right, no longer exists. Yeah. However, the problem is this. Sci-Fi Cafe is connected to a bridge. Yes. A public bridge. Yes. Which they cannot block. Yep. And people use that public bridge to go through, the, uh, past the bridge through Sci-Fi Cafe to get to the other side. Yes, and now, it's also like in a little shopping mall building yes, thing. Kind of with bowling yeah. and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Now, legally, they cannot stop people from going through that little no. pathway. However, for the shape of the room is designed where the performer has to be, let's say, think of it this way. They're on one end of the tunnel, yes. the one side of the wall, and the other is on the other side. Yes. Which means you have people walking past you in the middle. And the weirdest thing is that even if you as a comedian are like, hey, you know what? I'm going to pick on them. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're so, I'm walking through a public tunnel, the brain doesn't acknowledge that you're actually pointing them out. No. You get it? Yeah, because yeah. Like, if you were at a show, you're like, oh, this is awkward. I'm so sorry. You, yeah. know, you know you're feeling awkward. This is like, I walk here every day. Yeah. It's been never been a problem. You to me, sir, are a busker <laughs> at yeah. best. Yeah. I, I'm not interrupting you. You're interrupting me. All and right? the funniest thing, well, I mean, there's many funny things about the setup, but one of them is the fact that it's a ticketed show. Yes. But people can, you cannot actually legally stop people from sitting on that pathway yeah. if you want to. Yeah. Because that's basically sitting on the it's street. public space, yeah. <laughs> it's public space. Yeah. So you can just, like, someone five centimeters behind you has paid $300 or whatever. Yeah. And you can just sit there, you're like, sucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the other thing is that people. So uh, there was a couple of hackling incidents there that were, got quite big in the Hong Kong community. One of them was involving me, and the other one was involving Andy. And I heard something. Yeah, yeah. Some mine, mine was just ugly. Mine yeah. was just basically a lady who I think did a bunch of drugs or whatever. And she decided that as soon as I walked on stage, before I opened my mouth, that she's just going to scream at me uh. in full volume from the back of the room to the point that her friends just left. Like, all of her friends just peaced out. <laughs> and Garen was running the show. And in the beginning, I engaged. I'm like, all right, crazy lady. You know, I didn't call her that. I just like, oh, I can see someone who's kind of going off. Let's see how I can handle it. Blah, blah, blah. Realized she's a bigger problem than I thought. She just scream. She's incoherent. She's just yelling out nonsense. And at some point, I was actually the last comic, too. So at some point, I'm like, hey, guys, I think you maybe have had enough of the show. And everyone went, No. And I said, okay, I'm sorry, I'm not going to... She's preventing me from doing my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone immediately went, leave, leave, leave. So I basically turned the whole room against her. Oh, done. Which was great. Smart. Because everyone was just like, yeah, leave, leave. But then she just wouldn't leave. Yeah. So Garen had to go to the bouncer from upstairs, from from the bowling alley. Yeah. This big black guy... He comes downstairs. She goes, if you want me to leave, you have to take me, like, kick me out. Oh. And then she tries to grab her and she goes, don't touch me. It's like, which one is yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it was like, I'm seeing this lady getting picked up by Garen and the bouncer yeah. and getting kicked out. I, and it's just like, and then I had to reset the room, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, woof. Yeah. That oh, was uh, yeah. rough. And then yeah. we have to start the show again, but. So this is the thing. I highly doubt someone's purposely going into Saikung to go watch a show, which tells you that she's probably a Saikung resident. Yes, she is. Okay. Having said that, the next day, the looks she must be getting. Oh, yeah. 
are either oh that is the, or well that was expected right <laughs> depend because like i think it's the second one because yeah. i got like you know saikong is still kind of a village i mean it is a village yeah, yeah, yeah so i actually got a guy who is on a wheelchair like an old gentleman who was at the show and he came to me actually at the bridge the pathway yeah, after yeah, yeah. when i was standing with the comics like what the fuck was that yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he came and personally apologized on behalf of saikong his words he goes, on behalf of our community, this is not acceptable. Yeah. And I just thought it was funny already. Like, he's just speaking like it's a village. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And he's like, this is not acceptable in yeah. our community. And she's kind of a known problem. Ah. But today it was just like a little much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Andy has an even funnier one. When I think some guy going through the pathway, so it's like some young kid or whatever, like a teenager, tried, started heckling Andy. And Andy just automatically just engaged him yeah. as a comic. And I think the guy threw a fork at Andy. <laughs> and there's a video of it somewhere. Oh, <laughs> just God. Threw it at him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some people, like, I don't know what kind of walking and and bridges you have in yeah. Saikung, but the aggression, man. Yeah. I'm confused. I mean, I've been to Saikung many times, and every time I go there, I'm peaceful. Yeah. I go there, I'm like, this is so peaceful. And this is what I mean. When you live in peace, yeah. every little thing will piss you off. Yes. You get it? Yeah. Which is why I tell people, when I go to Saikung, I'm enjoying the bliss. When you're there all the time, this is normal, which means just having a comedian go like, hey, everyone, you're like, oh, too loud, too loud. Yeah. Right? And you lose your, your, your mind. <laughs> ah, I remember. Okay, that, there's that gig I mean, well. now, now I have two, yeah, two uh, places in Hong Kong that I can kind of like, Lama, people now know my 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 not, uh, not very big... Uh, 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 what is the word? Affection to Lama. Uh-huh. Uh, also a little violent uh, in, to my taste. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, Saikon. I think it's like any any place that's kind of a village Yeah, when, the, when people go there and they stay in their own little community. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you, you go I think you're, Yeah, you're supposed to be exposed to a lot of different people. Yeah. Because you, they always keep you on your toes. You don't know who's crazy and who's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you don't act out. Yeah. But when you're like, when you feel too comfortable and then the crazy starts coming out. Yeah. And that's when it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Because that lady probably thought she's so comfortable. She's yeah, like yeah. in her little community. Yeah. She's just going to scream at the comedian. Yeah. This is but my world. This is my world. Yeah. But then I, like, it's so funny. Like, she's sitting with a group of people and I can see them all leaving at the same time. They're like, not today. Yeah. Not today. <laughs> it's like, I bet you anything in that group, it's just a matter of whose turn is it tonight. Yes. Someone's yeah. going to lose their shit tonight. Yeah. It's not me. So good for me. I'm going to go and enjoy the rest of my life until I lose my shit. Yeah. I wish you that's the whole flow of the whole night. Yeah. Basically, like, A, B, C, D, E. Oh, it turns out today B lost their shit first. Okay, A, C, D, E, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, now C lost their shit. A, D, E, let's go somewhere else, you know? <laughs> Until they finally get down to, like, A and E. They're like, all right, well, it's you and me, buddy. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Who's it going to yeah. be? And then, like, they lose their shit, and A finds, like, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am usually, yeah. Like, I, I stopped doing playing all of these roles i remember just back in the day i've always never liked clubs like even when i was young sometimes i just go because i didn't want to go home and hang yeah, out with yeah. friends like being dragged to places yeah but i remember i would always play the bouncer just because to me that was more interesting yeah. than than even like listening to the stupid music when it's yeah. super loud so i just like keep an eye on my friends see like who's weird who's a creep or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. but now i'm like i'm not even gonna go like yeah. this is just like i don't want to you're like ah this is and you go home you're like ah what am i doing yeah yeah, I totally get it, man. Yeah, but uh, one more venue I thought of uh, was the what's happening with the FCC because they had an interesting deal. So I they think were on like, the news, like I think when Carrie Lam was yeah, here, something like right? that. Well, I think she they upset her or something because they invited yeah. someone to come comes talk over there and they didn't like the idea, so they they were threatening to maybe not renew their lease. However, so the venue, the government was yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's a government building. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, like, they just had some arrangement where they could have like a low, low rent lease or something like that. Mm. And then there was a threat, and then, and then finally they said, okay, fine, we'll renew it for you now. Mm. So that's all sorted out over there. But as a about rent, man, I mean, like, Jason learned doing a show with PMQ, mm. right? So PMQ actually is kind of relatively compared to everybody, it's kind of expensive. <coughs> so. The rent over there is pretty high, and you would assume, okay, you know, good location, mm. nice big room for it, something seats, great. Until you finally get there and they're like, okay, so how many chairs would you like to rent? I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm very confused right now. You're a venue, right? I mean, I would assume when you say 450-seater, you mean 450 seats. Right. Apparently not. You rent that as well. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Okay, Oof. fine. Chairs, I'll rent it, you know. Yeah. Uh, they have different variations of chairs. You have the expensive conference chairs on the mm. wheels. Then you got the foldable chairs. I'm okay. like, sweet. Let me get, get 400 foldable chairs. I mean, my comedians, my audience is not moving around. They're like, oh, we don't have that many chairs. I'm like, uh... You can accommodate 400 something seats. Yeah. You don't have 400 something seats. I'm very confused right now. 
So finally, they don't have it at all. No, not even to rent. No, they 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 don't have the foldable chairs four hundred. They only have like two hundred, sure. which means that had I applied for two hundred expensive chairs and yeah. two hundred cheap chairs, they'd have charged me. Ah, oh, but I applied damn. for four hundred cheap chairs and they can't provide it, so they give so me. So they're gonna give you the expensive ones for for the, the, the sure normal for price. the normal price. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. And now they, buddy, yeah. Like, how is this a thing? You know. Yeah. And it's these kinds of things as a producer, you kind of look and like. What is going on? Yeah, when These you do the basics. budget as well, like yeah. you're like they just jump at you, right? Because they got you. Lo- yeah, you got the room. They're like, well, what are you gonna do now? We're gonna stand, we're gonna uh, sit around. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, these small, small things where I'm like, ah, fine. But then whatever. you also have to build a stage. Yes, so they provide you the stage itself, but I think but unfolded, unfolded, yeah, and you yeah. have to fold it up, and I'm like, this is, this is <laughs> the whole thing's crazy, right? But I think it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, now it all makes sense because like, I remember when I was looking for venues for Jason, everything was booked up, obviously, like everyone's yeah. been backlogged since COVID, right? And I was shocked. I'm like, oh my god, PMQ is available. I was like, straight up done. I want that room. And now There's I get There's a reason. It. You, There's a yeah. reason why everyone's like, yeah, yeah, buddy. No. The amount of extra work we have to do, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. But luckily, again, uh, his 8 p.m. show is f- sold out. Amazing. The 4 p.m. show has less than 100 seats left. Yeah. And so I'm pretty confident it'll be full as well. Sure. So, so far, so good. It's all worth the effort, but it's just unnecessary effort. Yeah. You know, I would rather be spending that kind of time doing something else mm. rather than go like, oh, so oh, can I put the chair here? And I have to label every chair because it's all fixed seating. Yeah. So I've got labels I've got. i got to print them all out, stick them manually. i got to tie them up with nylon strings, whatever. Oh, my God. Because legally, you must have four chairs in a bunch. Minimum. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So legally for fire... Oh, uh, I remember now cutting these out after the Kevin J show. So you have to have at least four chairs in a row. If Otherwise, maximum, I think, 12 chairs. So you Mm. get my the seating. So I have to attach them together like that. These small things, I'm like, for a venue, how have you not got this already part of your package? Yeah. This is like every single booker does this. How have you not, you know... And but this point, is all, I guess, for the seated shows. And maybe yes. they do a lot of standing shows? Maybe they do, but still, I yeah. mean, they should have... Like, so, they, so basically, I asked them, hey, what's your normal floor plan? Oh, we don't have a floor plan. I'm like, mm. wait, you have never, you must have done shows like this before. <laughs> yeah. What's the it's last like, Are you show? guys a business? Or are yeah. You, is it like, you know, and I was like, wait... Is it all just shops selling fucking buttons? I have... Exactly. It's yeah. probably that. It's, it's just, so weird. Right? And you go there, you're like... It, it, I don't know. I don't know who's making money there, aside from the venue, which is... Right, the shops and everything, money. you're confused. The shops are very confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I don't remember, like, I just walk around there as like, you know, hanging out. I guess just having an office there, you know, just having the space over there and hopefully yeah. maybe here and there you get a few deals. And I walked into a place that sells like, you know, weird hipster glasses. Yeah. And it was like $6,000 yeah, for like, like glasses that look like, <sighs> yeah. you know, alien fucking right. whatever. Yeah. And, and you're like, like what are we doing getting here? what? Yeah. yeah. You're like, you know what, whatever. You do you, man. You yeah. do you. Yeah. So that was the weirdest thing about the whole space. But and I would PMQ say. PMQ was a, a police station. Police married, married headquarters. Police married. Married, qu- ma- married. Married. Quarters. Married. So you have to be like a married uh, police person. What? To, yeah, yeah. So you live with your family. Your husband and wife live in the quarters over there. Really? Those are the married quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So, so it was CMQ. not like the actual station. No, no, no. It was just basically for living. The station was next door where Tycoon was. That's where the station was. But Tycoon was also the prison. It was also prison. Different times? Uh, no, no, around the same time. So there was a prison and the station. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So they were kind of separate, but like the that's why Tycoon's so big because the one segment was the prison area, the prison yard, mm. and then downstairs was like more of I mean, the, how crazy is it that they had the prison in the, the middle of your so, CBD? Yeah, yeah. I guess, again, it's Hong Kong efficiency, man. Because this has always been the CBD, Let's right? be honest, man. Look, I bet you back then they were catching all these criminals in banking. Yeah. Just like, hey, you know what? Let's save time. <laughs> Let's go straight up. Let's yeah, go up we're there. We're not going to send yeah. them to Lantau. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. go straight up over there. But now that Tycoon's no longer a prison, mm. hence why you have so much fraud. <laughs> they don't know where to go they're like yeah. ah, let them, let them do what they gotta do man yeah yeah. What I mean do? I, I was hiking the other day and I saw the the Stanley prison yeah it actually looks really Pretty cool good, right? I mean it's crazy to see that like it's right on the waterfront yeah like, the fact that in the co- I can see the courtyard from the mountain I was on and it's like you can see like people can just smell fresh air like that's kind of right? cool yeah you're like okay so yeah i mean i'm sure we're simplifying a lot we're <laughs> oh, like, yeah, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying like oh i'm sure these guys are having a great time yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> no. but i'm just saying i'm like hey you know what okay this is like what we've seen on tv i'm like oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, i gotta yeah, there's admit, a show yeah. on netflix that's like words hardest prisoners prisons and it's literally like some ex-con guy who just goes around the world and goes into prisons and yeah. see like guys fight and stuff. Yeah, dude. So it's like in comparison to that, I just yeah. would love to see the Hong Kong version of that. Right. And you go like, hey, 
all the prisoners yeah, on the beach. Yeah, exactly. I'll kick, you, I'll kick your ass, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, man. It, it's hard to say, but then, I mean... You never know. I mean, in many ways, sometimes when we have a bad show, yeah, we're kind of like in prison. <laughs> it's just that we're not getting. I don't think kicked. it's actually we are kind of in prison. I feel like the audience is kind yeah, of. Yeah, everyone's in prison. Going like, this yeah. is torture, man. There's a couple of acts in Hong Kong that I just watch, that I'm like, I would never like if I, if I'm the audience, yeah. I'm I'm so impressed that they have the 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 patience and also the politeness yeah to, to not, stay there to, to not say anything like yeah or spe- nah. I, I i bet you everyone's probably just sitting there going getting confused like i'm guessing this is maybe the intermission I, <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah i remember there is a just one last very like, quick story at the open mic a couple of weeks ago there is a regular who's now a regular at the open mic who is just like so he's clearly playing a character who's yeah. a chinese guy yeah uh and he trying to be playing, super hip trying ah, to be super hip and yeah. we have seen that I've seen that over the years there's like another guy in Shanghai who does exactly the same he's like a gangster yeah so this guy is also a Chinese gangster and he I just remember he one time he just said the n-word on stage and the host of the Aftermath open mic is yeah. Brian Bentley who's a yeah. great comedian a black man yeah so a little Chinese guy saying the n-word and it's like Brian was laughing because he was just like it's just like what the fuck are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? But he was also not even saying it in the context of joke. He was just saying it for the shock factor. Yeah. I think he was calling Brian that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it's like the secondhand cringe, I think, is becoming kind of a favorite genre of mine. Yeah. But I don't recommend it for the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just sitting there. I literally, this other kid, Jimmy, who's a cool kid, like new open micer as well. I saw Jimmy turn around when this guy was on stage and look into the wall, trying to disappear into the yeah, wall. Yeah, he's like, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't know where to go. Yeah. It was so funny. I mean, everybody, if you want to get that experience, come down to Aftermath. Yes. Open mic now on Tuesday at 8.30. That kid has been around, like, he, he's been coming consistently for a few weeks. And I'm pretty so sure you wouldn't very like who it him. is yes. you would just know oh you will know that's why i'm not sen- saying his name yeah, yeah, yeah. you will you will know right away you know you're like oh i i get it now <laughs> yeah so tuesdays 8 30 p.m aftermath on windham street go check it out and yeah check out that show as well yeah um if you don't want to see that show and you want something <laughs> equivalent go watch that show about prisons on netflix yes it might seem the same World's way harshest prisons World's harshest prisons over there most dangerous or whatever yeah otherwise go to a base hall show yeah go to base hall show june 8th yeah and june 16th yeah otherwise see how i if you want to watch me sweat yeah and lose my mind almost i'll <laughs> uh, come to jason's show on the 17th of june oh yeah at pmq come check that out you will see me run around i am i am jason's like hey man you can open for me i was like jason i i, <laughs> I don't like the challenge but now that you've said that, it's going to be in my head. I'm like, I, I can open for it. <laughs> and I guarantee, man, yeah. somehow my brain's like, no, I think I can do it. Right. I run a show and open? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure my brain will do something stupid like that. Uh, well, yeah, so, all right. Well, yeah, you guys, uh, come come to come to a live show. Hong Kong's popping now. There's shows everywhere. So uh, come support uh, live comedy and we'll see you there. Yeah.